0: Welcome to episode eighty-five of the Set the Edge podcast. I'm Justin Mosqueda. You can find me on Twitter at J-U-M-O-S-Q. am here with my co-host Charles McDonald. You can find him on Twitter at mcdraft2. Say what's up, people, Chuck. <laughs> we're
1: back after a month, and I'm sick, but <laughs> week six preview. Yeah, <laughs> week six. We have week six preview here for you guys. No, actually, it's uh, what week? Week fifteen coming yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. Uh. Yeah, week 15 coming up, I feel awful, my voice probably sounds terrible, but we're going to battle through the elements here for you, Uh, and pick these games, because it's like the most important thing that could possibly happen. There's a
0: lot of people who have hit us up, and are like, this is great, but you guys are lazy, and I can't really, I mean, we're working hard right now, we're just not working hard on this, but it's true, Exactly, it's true. I got made fun of on an international radio show. For what? For not for our lack of recording, they were like mm, we would plug. We, they were like we would plug your thing, but you guys never do shit. So <laughs> very on brand. Um, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Alrighty, uh, we have Saturday games. Actually, we have a. Do we want to preview the Thursday game? It's good.
1: Uh, yeah, let's talk about the Thursday wait, game a little bit. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's tell the people what you're doing. Or what you can tell the people what you're doing with the uh, OS XFL stuff.
0: Yeah. Um, the XFL is a client of Optimum Scouting, and we're assisting in uh, player personnel. So, that's I've been working real hard on that. And I'm still writing yeah. for Optimum Scouting and stuff like that, doing gamut picks with uh, the Quan Edge, all that stuff. Still a 60% better. Did not fall off. Have the magic touch, touch this year. So, um yeah, that's pretty much it. I've been doing good. You've been doing good.
1: Yeah, been doing good. I've just been, you know, making content at a pace that I never have before, and uh, ready for the season to be over. Buildos. Yep. <laughs> I... <laughs> that was that was peak. That was peak. When the the build fans threw the dildos on the field. But uh, you know, draft season's coming up, and uh, I'm gonna have to dip my toes back into that. Yeah, I Uh, I
0: just told you I was up till like three in the morning watching Mac
1: tape. So, season, season,
0: season, it's coming.
1: Yep. So now we can go back and uh, preview these Week 15 games. We might as well start with Thursday because it's actually a pretty big game by like two of the best teams in the NFL. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So it's uh, Chargers at Chiefs. Yeah. What's the the
0: spread? Uh, Chiefs three and a half. So they think she's yeah. just I mean you gotta think of a home field advantage at Kansas City that's probably like an even line, you know, which is kind of impressive, right that the chargers are being right. thought of this high. You know one thing that I've thought about with the chargers, right, is so we talk about how they really have no home field advantage, so is what they're doing actually more impressive like is it gonna translate
1: if they go on the road uh Maybe I hope so. I I just like my only take on this is I saw a funny tweet where somebody said they hope the Chargers win this week and then get the number one seed so there is no home field advantage for the entirety <laughs> of the AFC playoffs. Oh my god! And if they lose, like it's really building
0: up. So like they're gonna get the five if they lose this, right? Period. Right. Yeah. Um, yep. If. They have to travel to Foxborough or Pittsburgh on the road in week one. We're going to have, like, a week of this is the best five seed that we've had in a long time, leading straight up to Phillip Rivers' two-minute drill on the road down a score shenanigans, you know?
1: Yep. They're going to, I mean, they're totally going to lose that wild card matchup in, like, hysterical fashion. I, I, I have no doubt in my mind. It's going
0: to be really It's going to be like Justin Jackson, like, safety, even though he took a carry from, like, 15 yards out. It's going to be something really dumb like that. but What are your thoughts about this game? Any thoughts about matchups in this? I, I think that line's pretty good. I mean, when you look at NEA value and stuff like that, the top two teams in the league are Chargers and Chiefs when you include defense and offense. so
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I just don't know if anyone can stop like this Chiefs defense or Chiefs offense at, at home. Like, I feel like the Ravens kind of gave you the blueprint to that. The Ravens are like where... the best
0: defense in the AFC, though too.
1: Yeah, they are. They are. Right. And the Chargers defense is, is talented. they okay. Not as good as... The, I mean, they're not as good as the Ravens defense. No, 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 uh, no.
0: Yeah. That's very different.
1: But, so, like, I, I don't know if... It, and the thing with the Ravens game is, like, it came down to that fourth and nine play where Mahomes just heaved it back across the middle of the field to Tyreek Hill, who was, like, like, the one play the Ravens were really, really out of position. They had CJ Mosley on Tyreek Hill. Uh which is not going to work out most times, <laughs> uh, especially in yeah. a scramble drill. Like, they were, they were right there when it comes to beating the Chiefs, but the Chargers, they don't have, like, that personnel that can just beat you the fuck up on defense and make life hell for you uh, in, like, in the pass game and in the run game. So yeah. I think I'm going to take the Chiefs minus three just because I, I just don't see how... Three and a half. Cheater. Yeah, I, I don't... Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I fixed it. I'll take a three and a half. Uh, I just don't see how they slow down. The Chargers' offense, really.
0: Fair enough. Um, for what it's worth, Kansas City plays uh, Philip Rivers pretty well. Usually, the big thing about Philip Rivers is like he's not good against the division, typically, um, at least recently, especially against Andy Reid. So, we'll, we'll see. Um, Saturday games, doubleheader, uh, kind of snooze fest. Doubleheaders. Um, maybe, maybe go get a Christmas tree or something. Uh, Houston at the New York Jets. Houston is a six point to six and a half point road favorite right now. Um, Sam, Darn- Sam Darnold is probable to play this game. Uh, I, I don't really know what to think about this because Houston's kind of slowing down. So in Houston, they would be twelve point favorites. That might be a little high, but like, do you want to trust Sam Darnold in, to make it a one score game? I don't know at this point. No.
1: Yeah, I don't no. know at this point. I mean, there's a weird matchup. With with. Uh... With Clowney and Watt coming down after his head, I, I don't know. I don't trust Sam Darnold at all right now, which is fine. I mean, he's like a, the youngest rookie quarterback. Rookie, rookie
0: quarterbacks don't matter. Yeah.
1: don't right. Pretend and, they don't exist. I, I mean, for the most part, he sucks this year, uh, which, is which yeah. again, in the grand scheme of things is, is fine. But for this game, it does matter a little bit. Uh, I, I just don't see him having a good game at all versus the Texas defense. And it's not like... It's a Thursday game where you can kind of catch uh, the Texans off guard. It's a Saturday game. Like, they're going to be fine and in good shape. So, uh, I'm just going to take whatever this point spread on Houston is just because I, I just don't see him being productive versus that defense at all.
0: All right. We don't have to talk about this game anymore.
1: Uh, second yeah. second
0: leg of the doubleheader, Cleveland at Denver. Denver's a three point home favorite. Um, it was at three and a half, four. When this opened. So it's dropped down a little bit. Um, you figure Denver, home field advantage, they probably get more than three points. Um, so they're saying Cleveland's a better team. Which, you know, Freddie Kitchens era offense, right? Like, probably. They're probably a better team.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I buy that. I I, I think I would take Cleveland. Uh, to, just to, to cover the spread. So... I I I guess it comes down to to the to the Browns offense versus the Broncos defense because I don't think that I I I don't know maybe it's just me but I don't think that the the Browns defense would have too much trouble with um, no no I Broncos mean Sa-
0: Sanders is out now and stuff like that offense I think it's like Jeff Jeff Howerman is that how you say his name he's their number one veteran wider like veteran target right now so uh. Not great. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, okay, stop, Philip Lindsay, right? If there's anything like, yeah, Greg Williams can take a one-one guy as long as he's not catching screens. So,
1: yeah, and I, I feel like if it comes down to it, if if Philip Lindsay beats you, then I guess you just, you just didn't play well enough to win that day. And I, I mean, Philip Philip Lindsay's been a great, he's had a great season, and, I, and you know he, he's the poster boy for. Analytics, Twitter don't take a t- running back top five or don't take a running back in the first round. But uh I mean, I I just kind of feel like he alone probably is not enough to stop or to beat this Browns team. And like you said, Jeff hurman has he even played in ten career games? I mean, because I know he had the he had the torn ACL coming out of Ohio State, right? I I believe so, but don't quote me on this. Okay. Uh Career. Oh, never mind. Not even close to ten career games. Uh, he's played thirty-seven. <laughs>
0: brand, brand, brand. There we go. Perfect. Perfect. but, okay, it, but he's but only it started. Like, he only yeah, started eighteen. Yeah, it, only started it feels 18. like he's played ten because he hasn't done anything. So.
1: Right. Okay. So in three years, he has five hundred sixty-four yards and four touchdowns. Like, whatever. This, this this guy is not really scaring you. So, uh, I think I'm gonna take the Browns. Baker's hot. Freddie Kitchens for head coach. And uh, don't let Phil Lindsay beat you single-handedly. Yep. All right. Sunday morning games.
0: There's a lot of gross shit here. All right. Uh, let's start. Uh, Miami, Minnesota. Minnesota is a seven-point favorite at home. This used to be a, like a nine-point line. So let's drop down a bunch after. Um, what was it Monday Night Football where Kirk Cousins just? Oh, buddy. If you if you can get to him. He's he's just doing football team. That was embarrassing.
1: That, <laughs> <laughs> that that game was honestly embarrassing. Like, it, and you look at the stats at the end, and it doesn't look that bad because I think he went like twenty for twenty three, like six point three yards. Yeah, because both
0: teams had bad. like two two minute drill, like attempts basically. You know, I mean, oh,
1: it, it was a horrible game to watch. Uh, I mean, easily. I thought it was funny. To watch a-
0: I thought it was funny. I was entertained by it, but it definitely was not good football
1: no Kirk Cousins like he should be ashamed of himself honestly like with that performance <laughs> he put up on Monday uh, the red the zone, the, the, three, the, red the, 360, play, the 360
0: the 360 turn around to throw it backwards to your running back was my you I, I want to frame that play I want to frame a gif if someone could figure out how to frame a gif I'm putting it on my putting it on and my he did,
1: it la- he did that last year versus Seattle too remember the Rob Kelly play last year where the snap was high and he didn't know what to do so he caught the snap and then just handed it to uh, Rob Kelly, and every single Washington offensive line, I mean, granted it was their back of line, got beat. So he handed the ball to Rob Kelly after a high snap, and there were three Seahawks defenders just there to crush Rob Kelly as soon as he got the ball. And he did the same thing against Seattle this year when he just panicked and threw the ball backwards to Latavius Murray, who was not really expecting it, and Latavius Murray somehow got positive yards. But you know what my favorite thing about that play is, though? What? If you... If you watch it, like the all 22 of it, as soon as Kirk Cousins hits the the end of his drop, Phelan is wide open (laughs) on like a little curl route, like 12 yards down the field. Wide open. I mean, there's not anyone within like seven yards of him. And he sees one little green Seattle defensive lineman get a little close to him. And he panics, turns around, turns. his Like, how how many times have you ever seen that? A quarterback turn their back to the receivers. Yeah, like, you're facing you're facing the wrong end zone at this point, and let let's say let's say Latavius Murray isn't expecting to catch that as he shouldn't be, and the ball just sails over his head. Now you have like a you have a fumble drill going back, and that's going to end up being like a thirty yard loss. Like, you paid that man eighty four million dollars to do stuff like that.
0: He he took a kneel when he should have done a spike before. No, nothing yeah. surprises me at this point. Um, but yeah, I feel like I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm, like, a Filippo apologist or something, but, like, that offensive line probably. is awful. Like, what else can you do? Like, when Thielen is like, I'm open, right? It's like, you can only lead a man to water to a certain point, right? Like, he's got to fucking drink it. But, I don't know. Yeah, I'm a th-
1: I'm a, I think I'm going to take the Dolphins plus
0: seven just because... If Minnesota loses this, right, there's, like, actually a really good shot of Green Bay getting into... The playoffs, because Washington's down to QB4. Foles is playing in Philadelphia. Carolina plays New Orleans, right? And Minnesota just has to lose two, and they still have to play Chicago. So it's like...
1: yeah, Green I, Bay can I, I actually the make Vikings... the playoffs
0: because the ass end of the, the NFC
1: playoff race is just, just completely bottomed out. I, I still think the Vikings win this game, I just don't think it's by seven. Let's hope they lose. Let's hope. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna take the Dolphins. Yeah, uh, you want to get this uh, Arizona Atlanta game out the way? Sure. Why not?
0: You you have some hot Arizona Atlanta takes.
1: It's uh, a it's no, an eight but, and a
0: half point but, line, nine nine point line.
1: Okay. Yeah, so that's what I saw. I think earlier this morning, the Falcons should not be favored by eight and a half points against anybody. And like I know that, I mean Arizona's defense is respectable, right? Yeah, they're
0: they're solid on defense. It's just they can't. Their offense is bad, man.
1: Right. No so better. you have a, a pretty good offense versus a pretty good defense and uh a pretty bad offense versus a pretty bad defense. I don't know. I just think Atlanta's gonna get their head caved on the offense. Like Chandler Jones, four sack game, you're here first. <laughs> Robert Kandichi breakout game, he's gonna have five sacks, uh, seven tackles for loss. Like I don't know. I, I just don't think Atlanta should be favored against it. be favored by eight and a half against anyone. Since uh like that Browns right? game, yeah, yeah, the Cleveland game—they were favored by four and a half points and just quit. It's—it's uh, it's been way downhill since. Aaron, Aaron it, it, was it,
0: trying to throw their DBs some interceptions, like actively trying to get his interception total up because he heard Packers Twitter bitching about it. But um, I didn't watch that they, game.
1: They didn't want it at all. You're a smart
0: man. You're a smarter man than me. So, uh,
1: so yeah, uh, Arizona plus eight point five Falcons. <coughs> My goodness! Jesus! Oh God! <laughs> <coughs> I told I was gonna I was gonna have a bad one at some point. Wow, that was like real new. You can see. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Uh, and with that, uh, plus eight point five. <laughs> Oakland at
0: Cincinnati—a real barn burner here. Uh, Cincinnati's a three-point favorite at home.
1: Uh, dude, whatever. Uh Cincinnati.
0: All right. That's our analysis. Tampa, <laughs> Tampa Bay at Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore's a 7.5 point favorite, 8 point favorite.
1: That actually seems kind of high. It kinda I, I does. feel like, yeah. well, I mean, since, uh, since James has been back from his second benching, he looks pretty solid. I mean, obviously, Baltimore defense is, is a different beast. And, like, yeah. I, I know Tampa Bay's pass defense sucks, but. But Tampa's just gonna
0: defense? throw. Tampa's just gonna throw it up anyway, you know, offensively. Mm-hmm. Like they're just gonna throw jump balls and stuff anyway. So like, I think, I don't know. I, I feel like that's more of a random, like, is it gonna hit against a good defense type thing than other offenses would.
1: Yeah. Uh, also, Jameis with worth. the visor. Yeah. Let's have, dude, let's he's, have he's discourse. Pretty good. Yeah. He's, uh, you know, obviously off the field. He's uh, not not a great, bit of an asshole. Yeah, not a great. Not person. not good. But you know, since he's put this visor on, he's uh he's actually played pretty decent. Like I I don't know I I feel like that uh that decision got a little bit harder for them because because I don't think James is a bad player by any stretch. It's just like his turnovers come at the worst times, and he just looks like a moron when he's making them. And uh, you have the the questionable off the field. Decision making, uh, but I don't know. I, I still think Baltimore should win this game, but seven and a half feels like a lot to me, even on even at home.
0: All right, sounds good to me. Uh, Lamar officially free.
1: Yeah, they, he's they did, started... they did. dude. It. Flacco looked like he was about to cry when they asked him about how he felt about being back up. He looked like
0: he was about to cry when he was standing out at a wide receiver. Yeah, that's like true. he's yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't know. The thing about Flacco too is I who's who's picking up Flacco
1: next year? Boom! Uh, because the only I, team that really needs know. a
0: quarterback right now, right, is Jacksonville. That's the only the Gi- seat that is totally. Too. I think they're gonna keep Eli, dude. Yeah, I could see that happening too. This is Eli like passer rating, right? Like this is Eli's best season ever. Which is like weird <sighs> weird to think about. Yeah, I mean he's not a Hall of Famer, but. Um. Yeah. So, like, where does Flacco go? Like, is Flacco going to be, is he going to sign for, like, $5 million and be Matt Schaub somewhere? Because it's not like these teams are going to be clearing out to get a veteran quarterback and then draft a guy this year. That's just not right. the situation in right. the NFL right now. Like, unless some guys retire, right? If, if everyone stays in the league and there's not, a, like, a clear Carson Palmer type situation going on right now, Flacco's probably going to have to be a backup. So like he's going to yep. he's going to take a shop job somewhere? Like that's kind of weird.
1: Fe- future Cincinnati Bengal Joe Flacco.
0: No, oh, they're not going to pay. Team. They're not paying for a backup. Uh,
1: yeah. They they're they're, they're, they're that's not doing that's that.
0: right. For a veteran backup? No, sir. Um All right, let's move on. Uh Dallas Indianapolis, the Indianapolis Colts are 3 point home favorites.
1: Uh I like Dallas. You like Dallas. I, like, I yeah, I, I'm I'm a I'm a big believer in their defense now, and I, that's probably not even a hot take anymore. But uh, people Lady say Vander that Ash? it has to be the run defense, right? Because their pass defense is just
0: average. Like you look at the numbers, their pass defense is average.
1: I don't know. It's like like yeah, it's it's average, but they have like a quote unquote guy at like every level of defense, like, whether it's Marcus Lawrence defensive line. Yeah. Wade Van Der Jalen Smith, linebacker, and Byron Jones at corner. Like, I, it's, It kind of reminds me of of when Atlanta was making their run in 2016. I was, I was about to say that, yeah. It, it's, it's not like their defense is great, but they have like one guy on each level that can come and make a play. Uh, so, I don't know. I, I just kind of like watching them play for the most part. And they've probably been the team I've watched the most over the past month. I'm not gonna lie. I've I've kind of checked. They're on every, every primetime game. game, so. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I like the Colts. I mean, I, I mean, I like I like the Cowboys here, just because one, I think their defense is, is playing pretty good football right now, and I feel like I, I don't know if I'm alone on this, but the Dak Prescott train, like he's been, like he's been a lot better than he was to start the season, I think.
0: Oh yeah, the Amari stuff has definitely helped him. I mean, he th- what, he threw yeah, two picks it. last week, but um yeah, overall he's I think been the, he's been fine. In fun. the fourth
1: quarter and overtime, he went like 17 for 20 or something like that. But I mean, the Amari stuff definitely helps. And I think you know, like before the season we were talking about like, yo, uh, I don't know how this is going to pop off when you got Michael Gallup as your number one receiver. Right. But uh it was like now Terrence, Terrence
0: Williams team. might be like fantasy relevant somehow, right? Like that was right. not an impossibility going into the year.
1: And now you got a Mark Cooper who is uh actually still really good and uh just kind of died with the Raiders, but he's been awesome, so uh and also I, I don't think the Colts have anyone that can just square up against a Mark Cooper one on one. So uh oh. I'm going to take the Cowboys. What do you disagree with that? No, I was saying about
0: Indianapolis. They don't really have anyone on the the back end like the secondary that they can square up one on one.
1: Yeah, uh, so I'm gonna take the Cowboys just because of that. Really.
0: All righty, uh, another barn burner: the Detroit Lions at the Buffalo Bills.
1: Um, the All right. Buffalo Bills. Uh, gu- like, guess what the like line is? Seconds. Guess what the line is? What? What? You gotta guess. Uh, who's on? The, who's the hell in the Bills? Yeah, I'm gonna guess Bills minus five. It's minus two and a half. Oh okay. Yeah. Uh, I think the Bills are better than the Lions right now. Is uh? Let's have discourse.
0: Is a Matthew Stafford ran offense better than a Josh Allen ran
1: offense? Uh woof. That's a very interesting question.
0: Alleged Hall of Famer. Future Hall of Famer, Matt. Future Matthew Hall Stafford. of Famer, Matt Stafford.
1: All time compiler, Matt Stafford. Uh
0: Young Vinny Tessaverdi.
1: I don't know, dude, like okay, so Josh Allen is averaging six point three yards per attempt. I don't know what Matthew Stafford's is, but last week... It's not there good. Was a point, Matthew Stafford's average is 6.9. So, I mean, like, okay, dude. Uh, I don't know. He, he's not a very good quarterback. And uh, uh, there was a point last week... Like, there's always a point in the Lions games where if you stop at, like, the first half, Matthew Stafford will be completing, like, 92% of his passes at, like, 4 point, like four yards in a 10, 3.5 <laughs> yards in a 10. And... I don't know, like, I, that that just might not be enough. It sounds crazy to say, but I just don't know if he has enough to get it done for his Josh Allen because Allen, Allen is not good at throwing yet by, like, any stretch, but, like, this run of rushing yards that he's put up over the past month or so and just, like, the chaotic nature of it, like, it it, it knows no laws of, like... It's not designed or anything, but he'll just drop back one read if it's not there he's taking off and he's like a way better athlete than I thought he was like I knew he could run at Wyoming but he's legit out here like being a very positive influence in the rushing game for them it's like off all scramble so uh, him, I, him and I, Trubisky I... are the kings of like I'm
0: dropping back it's man coverage I should probably run because I can't make this show right now and it's like
1: yeah yeah that's good for you good on you for knowing that
0: right like this is yeah, the I mean, this is the best I've way for your team limi- to win right now.
1: Everyone's got another limitations And uh for Allen. I mean he he's viable to rip off like a fifty yard run at any point, which is insane. But uh I I think I'm gonna roll with the Bills just to get this one done at home. Minus two point five.
0: Yeah. Their defense like quietly super good. It doesn't matter. Um they get a in ton the of tackles of things, for losses. Yeah. They're good they're good in, on pass defense too. Yeah. Like, they're right up there with Baltimore, probably. Just their quarterback situation hurts them a little bit more than Baltimore's does right now. Um, Let me think. Holy shit, dude. We have so many morning games. This is going to be awful. Um, Green Bay at Chicago. At one point, Chicago was only like a four-point favorite. It's now up to six. Um, Yep. (laughs) They should probably Uh, be favored by more than that, honestly. Like, Chicago might be the best team in the NFC. That defense is on a historical pace, right? Where I I looked Uh, at our NEA value stuff, um, and can you guess the two defenses that are better than what Chicago's pace is over a 16-game stretch?
1: uh, I'm going to guess 0-2 bucks. Yep, that's one. Uh, And it's either going to be like 2015 Broncos or 2013 Seahawks. 2013
0: Seahawks. And the 2013 Seahawks are, like, within a yard. So, the only the only defense relative to era, right, that has been more dominant than this Chicago's, Chicago Bears team was O2 Bucks. So, I don't know, man. Those defenses usually get to the Super Bowl, and they usually win. Like, it's pretty unprecedented what Chicago's doing right now, and everyone is yeah. on a rookie deal or, like, in the first year of their vet contract.
1: Good for them. it just reminds you that... Uh... You know, Jacksonville had one of those defenses last year, and they wasted it with Blink Bortles. Yeah.
0: Yep. I mean, Trubisky had an awful game against the Rams, and the Rams aren't even defense. Like defense. Because the the Jared Goff thing at least makes a little bit more sense, where you watch it, and Chicago is just blitzing the hell out of them every time they see him turn his back, right? So, like, if it's play action, they want a dude in his face, and he's just not able to deal with that right now, and it's like – you probably should have gone to Gurley in the screen game probably more often than you did. Um, but what Trubisky did was super weird because at least Trubisky was basically having an average season, which, like, relative to what expectations were, right? Really good. Um, but he just, he shit the bat against the
1: Rams. Yeah, that was, like, if you like offense, that was a terrible game to watch.
0: Awful. Awful.
1: Uh, But, wait, what game were we talking about again? uh packers at bears okay yeah uh like so like you said the bears defense is on a historic pace uh i don't know i I like them to get it done i would i would probably take them at more than six to be honest with you like yeah i agree would would you take them at would you take them at nine points
0: i think it would be fair at nine i took them at four i like i took that sunday night i was like give me this (laughs) I was <laughs> like, I've, uh, I've seen both of these teams. I saw Aaron Rodgers try to throw two interceptions to Atlanta. Um, I know people are going to remember that, that week one thing where, like, Rodgers really, you know, heroics second half. But you got to remember Chicago had Khalil Mack on a pitch count and Roquan Smith was yeah. coming off the bench as a situational guy. Like, this team yeah, is kind of different. Yeah, I
1: think Khalil Mack had been there for, like, six days at that point. Yeah.
0: Like, they were uh, basically just playing him on, like, third downs. Remember?
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah. And now he has just be t- he is uh, returned back to world defeater status. Roquan Smith is good. like dude, that bear secondary is nasty too.
0: I, I think uh, this
1: like, is what we were talking about
0: who who's their weakest starter right now? Inclu- including the slot?
1: Well, calhoun has got hurt, right?
0: Yeah, I think it's Amos. Amos?
1: Well, like I mean, even he, then he, like
0: he's... if if Amos is your worst player, you're in a good spot.
1: Yeah. I mean Amos. Can, I mean Amos is capable of making a, a play here and there too. So. He's
0: a, he's an average player and he's their worst player, which is like yeah crazy. Because at least when you look at Jacksonville, right? Like Jacksonville last year, like their safeties weren't great. You know, like they still had some little bit of liability.
1: Yeah, but I mean Eddie Jackson, great. Uh, and then uh, like you said, Amos can play too. And then I, I think the Callahan. Situation might hurt them, but I don't think it's enough where it should sway you from putting yeah. money on the minus six.
0: I, I yeah, Randall Cobb hasn't won games for Green Bay in a while. Um, yeah, do you know what uh, Green Bay's offensive line situation is like? Guys are getting so banged up that they're pulling. They I think they just signed Nico Saragusa off of Baltimore's practice squad.
1: Nice. So, yeah. That uh, War of Attrition beat everyone up. I feel like that War of Attrition beat a lot of teams up this year. Uh, yeah, and I mean the the Packers offensive of line, like, good luck going against that Bears front with uh with backups. I mean they're just kicking ass right now. So
0: Rogers is gonna throw away like ten balls in this game, and Packers Twitter is gonna be furious, furious yep. that he didn't throw the game crippling interception. Um, all right, next game because there are still more. Sunday morning games, Tennessee at the New York Giants. The Giants are two and a half to three point home favorites. Um, Why? Is Tennessee what? What is Tennessee better at than the Giants?
1: Are they better at throwing? Because I don't think they are.
0: I I think it's like a push.
1: I I I I mean, the thing they're probably better at is red zone defense, but. Okay. That's really that's really volatile on a yeah. like two-week basis. I don't know, man. Uh, this should probably
0: be like three or, you know, three and a half, something like that. I think there's probably a little value on this one.
1: Well, you said the Giants are favored, right? Yeah. They're two and a half point favorites. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It, it just – the Giants are sneakily like an okay team this year. I mean, this is Eli's I
0: mean, best year, right? Yeah. Like significantly better than last year. Like if we're comparing this year – even on like the relative scale of like passing efficiency booming, right? Like Eli is so much better this year than he was last year, which like when you get rid of Eric Flowers and you get Saquon involved in the passing game and Odell Beckham Jr. is back, like it's kind of what happens. But
1: yeah, and even if you look at the uh, the 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 Giants' like schedule this year, they're not really getting blown out. Uh, even in that in that New Orleans game. Uh, earlier in the year, I think it was week four or five. Remember, like that game was 28 to 16 until Kamara just broke open a 50 yard run with like two minutes left in the game. So, like, even against the good teams, they're playing pretty close. Uh, like, their only real blowout on the season is the Eagles game on Thursday Night Football. Uh, yeah. So, they lost to the Panthers by two, they lost to the Falcons by three, they lost the Washington by a score. Uh, they lost to the Eagles again by three. I mean, this is, you know, it's kind of like the close game theory. And then at the start of the season, they lost to Jacksonville by five and they lost to the Cowboys by one score too. So, you know, they're, they're playing pretty much exclusively close games this year, like minus that blowout versus Washington last week. And just kind of at some point, those are going to flip in your favor. Like, even in their wins, Texans, they beat the Texans by five, they beat the 49ers by four, Bucks by three. Bears by three, so, you know, they're just playing close games this year, and at, at some point, the their luck had to switch, so, unfortunately, you know, it, it might knock them out of, like, I mean, at this pace, they they could end up, like, with the 10th pick in the draft, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I don't, like, they're gonna have to move up for, for Haskins, if they want him. That's what I'm saying, I think Eli's gonna probably come back. Yeah. Right or wrong, well, right? Like, I think... I think it's gonna happen. They're four and one in their last five games. Yeah. So NEA value, you include their offense and defense, they're the fifteenth ranked team in the NFL. They're not. Yeah. A, they're not a bad team. They're like, not they're bad just kind, at they're all. They're just super average. You know, they're like incredibly average outside of Saquon, basically.
1: Yep, and they, they just got kind of unlucky with the string of losses early this year. So, uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm gonna take the Giants. Over the, the Titans.
0: All righty. This is the last morning game. This is how many fucking morning games we had. Um, Washington at Jacksonville. No. Jacksonville is a seven point
1: home favorite. Uh, Jacksonville. I don't want to talk about this game. Cody Kessler versus Mark Sanchez. Like, is it okay. Sanchez or is
0: it Josh Johnson? I think it's Josh, Josh Johnson. Johnson.
1: I mean, still, whatever. Uh, I, I I don't know. Like, I know Josh Johnson had a good game last week, but. The Giants were already up like 34 to three by the time you got in the game so yeah I remember I really what was it
0: Hundley had that game against Minnesota where he came in basically like a two- minute drill and people were excited and then yikes yeah
1: yeah it's almost like uh, defenses will quit when they are ahead by multiple 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 scores. interesting how that works out All right we only have two
0: afternoon games somehow. The NFL's awful at scheduling these things, man. Seriously. Right. Seattle at San Francisco. Okay.
1: Dude, this one this week is awful. Oh my it's god. It's
0: it's disgusting. Yeah, it's disgusting. I think next week is the week where like everything I'm pretty sure every game is going to be within a score in terms of the lines, right? And then week 17, it, there's a lot of blowouts getting ready for week 17. I've Played. Yeah, I'm, I've played around I'm, with the playoff machine way too much this year, but that that's basically yeah. how it sets up. 16 is going to be close games, 17 is going to be blowouts. This is just like unwatchable shit.
1: Week 17, I'm going to try to uh, not do that much work and go to the uh, get a press pass for Baker vs. Lamar, episode one. That's what I try to do instead of watching the other games.
0: You should. Uh, Meanwhile, the Seattle Seahawks are four-and-a-half-point road favorites in
1: San Francisco. Uh, Seattle. uh, They're a lot better than San Francisco. I mean, they just beat them 43-16 two weeks ago, so this seems pretty easy. Yeah, and
0: uh, Mullins isn't so great when he's not playing the Raiders' defense.
1: Yep. Though, I will say, how surprised would you be if Mullins got flipped for like a fifth-round pick this offseason? Oh, Mullins
0: in Jacksonville? Yep. Try Because, try, like, the thing about Jacksonville, right, is Jacksonville's in a really tough spot where they can't really pick a quarterback. Like, unless you're picking first, you can't assume that you're picking a quarterback. And I don't think, if Herbert goes back, right, I don't think there's a clear-cut guy that you could trade up to two for. So if you're in that situation, you probably have to sign a veteran, even, you know, when you're cutting Bortles. But they already have to move around so many pieces to cut Bortles that they can't even really afford a veteran quarterback unless they – just chip away everything on the defensive side, which maybe they do. I mean, the safeties can go, Bouye hasn't had a great year and he could be moved around. The defensive line certainly can be moved around depending on what you get back in a trade. So it's possible, but I wouldn't be surprised if that type of situation would happen. Because I do think that like Jacksonville's probably going to be more in the range for like, yeah, I'm going to trade for a Nick Mullins than like, we're going to go give a contract to Joe Flacco, right? Yeah. At least that's how they should be thinking. So yeah. That could happen. We'll see. Mullins versus Cody Kessler training camp controversy. Quarterback (sighs) battle. Like maybe like Will Greer, like third round pick involved or something like that. That would be goodness gracious. All right. Let's talk about let's talk about the only other afternoon game. Everyone should be watching this one instead of watching Nick Mullins. The New England Patriots at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Guess what the sign is?
1: Uh, Patriots plus two, or Patriots minus two. Yeah, he nailed it. Wow. of
0: boy. I would assume, uh, I would assume Pittsburgh was short favorite, but.
1: Why? They, they've been on the losing streak,
0: right? Yeah, I guess, but that offensive line is good, and New England isn't that great. I mean, they just lost, they the just lost Miami, to the Raiders, so dude. I guess, neither it's... of these teams are that good, is my point. <laughs> That's why I'm saying, like, I think the Chargers can do some stuff in the playoffs, but. We'll see. They have to go on the road, so.
1: Right. Uh, so, I, I don't know. I'm pretty tempted to take New England here. Uh, what, do you do? You happen to have Bill Belichick's record against? Off a loss? No, against, against
0: Pittsburgh? Mike, Mike Tomlin. I do not, but I remember that, like, Bill Belichick off a loss going on the road is something like it hits, like,
1: 70% of the time against the spread. It's, like, the easiest bet in sports. Yeah, and I'm down to, to just roll the numbers there and just roll the history of, like, the I feel like the Patriots just kind of owe the Steelers. Um,
0: you want to talk about that uh, play in Miami and Gronkowski being on the field?
1: Why, why did they think that? Okay, so just think about it. If the Dolphins were going to try a Hail Mary there, like, once you factor in Tannehill's Tana drop, that's probably like... An 80-yard throw? Yeah, like 75, 80-yard throw. How can you possibly think that they're going to try to do that from the last play of the game? Uh, I don't know.
0: Especially when, like, you see guys like Cam, right? Where, like, Cam's getting subbed out for his back... At, who is it? Taylor Haneke? I want to say. Yeah. He's getting subbed out for, like, Hail Mary's and stuff. It's like...
1: And those are, like, 50-yarders,
0: you know? And it's like, yeah. no, man. I don't know.
1: And... Don't My favorite part sense. is, okay, so you, you throw Gronk back out there, and they they try the hook and ladder shit, and Kenny and Drake just sees Gronk one-on-one, like, and just runs right past him, and it's so funny with, with all the, like, every post-game interview that Kenyon and Drake did, he was, like... He pretty much said, "Yeah, I was not gonna let Gronk tackle me in the open field." Like that, he like I think there was I think there was one interview where he said that just wasn't an option for Gronk to tackle him in the open field, which, which is like fair, dude. Because I feel like if if you let Gronk at this point with his eighty-seven back surgeries and robotic elbow, if you let him tackle you open field and you're trying to get a second contract as a running back, you should just retire. So props to Kenyon Drake for for seeing the direness of that situation of because here's the thing if if Gronk makes that tackle on Kenyon Drake then we're just memeing Kenyon Drake instead because how are you going to let the shell of Robert tackle attack me in the open field but uh, yeah. that play was awesome cuz i the patriots have been on on the uh, the favorite end of some freaky shit over the years Julian Edelman catch in the super bowl so uh buddy like new england what was it the packers new england game
0: in like 20 20- 11, something like that, where the offensive lineman returned an onside kick for, like, 50 yards.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that.
0: That's, like, one of my most haunting moments as a Packers fan. That and, like, the entire 2014 NFC Championship
1: What was his name, like, Dan Connolly or something like that? Yeah, I think so. He that ball. Yeah. Gronk needs to retire after this year, right? It's just Uh, sad. Yeah, I mean, he's just not what he used to be. He He, he can't run the
0: Go be in movies, man. Oh, do wrestling. Yeah.
1: Uh but Padres minus 2. Alrighty. Sunday night
0: football. Philadelphia Eagles Nick Foles at the Los Angeles Rams. Why wasn't this game flexed? Um we should be able to flex this game like midweek, honestly. If they going to if they're going yeah. to pull that thing where it's like, "Oh yeah, Vince is hurt now. Foles is going to start." Um the Rams are 11 point home favorites.
1: Uh I mean, I'm gonna roll the Rams. Well, how how does the ADA value like the Eagles' defense? Uh, negative two hundred, basically. Okay, so so just they're like average.
0: in the, in the middle of like the the third quarter and the last quarter in the NFL is basically where they rank. Um, Eagles are the nineteenth ranked team, and the Rams are. Oh, I haven't I haven't adjusted. Are wait. What was the last game? That was just played. Oh, Seattle, Seattle, Minnesota. So, yeah, these should probably still be similar at this point. Yeah, Rams are the fifth. Eagles are the 19th. And now have a backup
1: quarterback. So they're probably going to be worse. So, yeah. Uh, here, like, Aaron Donald versus versus uh, Nick Foles. I'm here to bet on Aaron Donald. And I don't know. <coughs> Jesus, again. God. <coughs> also, this feels like a get-right week for the Rams offense. Uh, I don't
0: know. They're they're not going to put up five points again. No, um, dude, they the Rams really go away from Gurley every single big game. Kansas City, right? They went away from him in the playoffs. They went away from him. What
1: was the other big game? Uh, Chicago. I think there's another uh, one, but I think in the like Saints ev- game they went away from him too.
0: Yeah, like every big game that they have. He had, he had
1: they 13 have, carries in the Saints game.
0: Yeah, every big game that they have, they're just like, we can't trust this guy. When, like, really, throw him some fucking screens. Like, your whole offense is based off of, like, motion that can set up a screen after play action, you know? Like, go do yeah. that. That would have worked against Chicago.
1: Oh, yeah, they they definitely should have gotten girly involved in that screen game against like Chicago. Because I mean, you couldn't do anything else because golf was so scared out there. Like, you might as well just see if you can dump off and let your freak running back burst down the field. But it yeah. is kind of weird, like, when it, when they play the good teams, they don't use Gurley as much. Yeah, it's kind of odd. All right, so you're taking the Rams. Um,
0: Monday night football. The New Orleans Saints going to Carolina. The New Orleans Saints are six-point road favorites against the Panthers who just, like, do not want to get into the playoffs. Dude, this game sounded a
1: lot more enticing than six weeks ago. Like three weeks ago. I mean like three the, weeks I mean, ago. I think the Panthers have lost six straight games. Like they were six and one at one point. Or they've have lost they really? They've lost five straight games. Goodness. They started that started yeah. with that blowout against the Steelers. They were they were six and two at one point and now they're six and seven. And yeah. they're still second in the NFC South.
0: Yeah, so and you've got to look at them compared to the rest of the NFC. Like, Philadelphia is not going to win anything. Washington is not going to win anything. Minnesota is like, has a new offensive coordinator, right, and no offensive line.
1: Right. It's,
0: yeah. Uh, the NFC the Panthers, fell off
1: so bad the past month or so. The Panthers' defense has to look awful in any of value, right?
0: Uh, minus 300 ish so yeah they're bottom quarter of the league like right on the edge of it oh, so dude, like, they're, like they're they're yeah. equal to they're equal to Atlanta here are the here are the defenses that are worse than carolina atlanta um the niners the Bengals, the raiders and the lions that's it
1: yeah i mean i was just thinking like over the past month i know baker played well against them last week uh even though our pal paint this film still says baker sucks baker just shredded your defense uh and played better than did. so uh how about that sh- right.
0: shocking that the most efficient quarterback in ncaa history
1: is it's actually uh, pretty good he's gonna be actually pretty, pretty, pretty good. good He, sh- he should have won two heismans but we'll leave mm. for another day. you can't say like the, the lamar heisman year like that was fun that was great it was fun no one watched the last month of the season that's fine. Like once Ed Oliver just destroyed that offense, I think we stopped paying attention to them. Which is yeah. fine.
0: What what was the was the ball game against like LSU?
1: I can't oh, remember. Oh yeah, versus LSU and they just If you look yeah.
0: at like the sack numbers, like Lamar got like 80% of his sacks like the last 4 games of the season.
1: Yeah. Cuz his offensive was
0: was line was just crazy. awful. It Just got decimated. It was it was disgusting.
1: Yeah. Uh but the Panthers, I don't know. This feels like a get right game for this for the Saints offense. I feel like they've they've been off a little bit because they scored thirteen against the uh, the Cowboys and what twenty eight against the Bucks. But they were like struggling for a little bit versus the Bucks. No, they but, were
0: they were down by like two scores at the half, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because that's the thing. Like
0: I I went out. I can't remember what I did on Sunday, but I was watching Red Zone. And I was watching that. and I'm like, "Wow, the Saints are super gonna lose this game." And then I came back, and
1: the Saints were up two scores.
0: And I was like, "What? What happened?" Right. While I left the TV,
1: it, it's it's kind of funny because since the sample size is so small with every NFL season, like you kind of do have to react to, I guess, week to week changes. And the Saints did. The Saints' offense, I guess, had like a bad six quarter stretch, and everyone <clears throat> hit the panic button. Everyone hit the panic button on them. Like. You have to remember, right before that Cowboys game, they, they went 45 points on the Rams, 51 points on the Bengals, 48 points on the Eagles, 31 points against yeah. the Falcons, and they scored 43 points against, the, against Washington earlier this year. Like, and they scored 43 against Atlanta uh, in Atlanta earlier this year. Like, This offense is still pretty good. They, I mean, great, I think. They just kind of had a little slump, but uh, who on the Panthers is supposed to slow this down? And I, just, I don't <laughs> right I, yeah. I just don't really see yeah how they slow the Saints offense down I don't even know what the spread is yet and I'm in on the Saints Saints, Saints six point Road favorites yep walk it in
0: yeah
1: the thing about the Saints
0: right is like they only look worse now when juxtaposed to other teams right so like I think now we can say Kansas City is a tier above them offensively but they're yeah. the second best team. Like, it's them or the Rams who are the second-best t- offensive team in the NFL right now. So, I don't know. Also, yeah, pe- people are probably overreacting a little bit. Drew Brees would still be second in MVP voting right now. Like, Mahomes is going to win it now, but Brees would be second, I would assume.
1: Yeah. Also, before we move on uh, and close up the episode, let's give ourselves a little pal-me-back for uh, Sheldon Rankin's turn into one of the best three techniques in football. We just had to wait it out. That's what I said. Yep. That's what,
0: I, look, we're never wrong. We're just early sometimes.
1: Yeah. So I, I guess, like, if you're a fan of a team that has a defensive lineman that's struggling a little bit off the start, you just got to remember it, it does take some time to acclimate. And even though, and that's also why, like, like 49ers fans should just be a little bit patient with Solomon Thomas. I and mean, he's only, what, 22 still? Uh, yeah, he's 23, 22, something like that. So, you know, just you, you kind of got to give it time to let things go. But, you know, once the Saints get off to a lead and now you have to pass against uh, Sheldon Rankins and Cam Jordan, like that has turned into an absolute fire pass rush combo for the Saints. Uh, and I, I think that that alone, like having to, having to block those guys while you're trying to keep up with Drew Brees could, could do the Panthers. thing. So let young D linemen get some time to get their feet wet. And uh, the Saints are going to rock the Panthers.
0: Yeah, and the other thing, too, about the Saints is they don't really don't allow any penet- penetration by their offensive line. And they really haven't for, like, three years, right? Um, yeah. So, like, it's hard to get back into a game, especially when Breeze isn't throwing picks, you know? It's just not what he's going to be doing, so.
1: Yeah. If you're Man. not
0: getting splash plays on defense, it's really hard to get back into a game. So, I don't know, like, run stuffs, I guess, is your hope against New Orleans when you're down.
1: But those don't hold as much value. Yeah, not nearly So, all right,
0: buddy. Hey, congratulations! I co- did it.
1: Uh, wait, I'm, congratulations on what?
0: Oh, <laughs> MLS oh Cup. the MLS, Atlanta Cup, United. Yeah. Dude, it was
1: it. I it was crazy watching like the uh, the videos of the crowd at the because uh, that that almost felt like Atlanta United is that. That team's that town's team, oh, you know, yeah, like that's the that's top dog in Atlanta. Because well, I think you just go- the, the game had more sold tickets than the Super Bowl
0: when they hosted it there. Nice. I was trying to find, I was trying to find tickets. Me and uh, Marco were trying to find tickets, our friend in our group chat. Um, when it was announced that like Atlanta was going to be hosting it after the first, the, after they won the East, right? So I'm like watching the Western Conference final trying to figure out if I want to buy tickets and go down to Atlanta watch the damn game. And, like, the nosebleeds were sold out, like, within five minutes, you know? Like, it's crazy how much that
1: that city's rallied around them. Yeah, and it's funny, because even even if I... On the, the games where Atlanta... Or the Falcons were playing away, and they had Atlanta United games on Sunday, dude... That those the, like the Sunday Atlanta United games would have way more people than a, a Sunday Falcons game, which is kind of crazy because, when you think about it, they're both pretty expensive to go to just because that stadium is so nice. Mm-hmm. So, the fact that people are coming out in droves to support the soccer team but not the football team that keeps breaking their heart is a little interesting. Yeah,
0: there's definitely soccer's weird like that, where like certain, certain cities super rally around it, Portland's like that a lot too. Um, smaller stadium, definitely, but I, I was happy. I was happy about those guys. Atlanta's brown as fuck, so I, at least I was like, all right. That's fine. We, we lost to these guys. I could take it. Their coach is going to Coach Mexico, so there we go. Uh, thank you for subscribing to uh, the MLS Cup podcast. <laughs> like, rate, review.
1: Yeah, and uh, <laughs> we'll be back next year, whatever MLS season starts. So, uh, adios.